Dude, big episode of the show today. I'm so excited. Yeah, I know. It's a special music episode. Yeah. I'm just glad we've given ourselves a, a shot at this. I, I, I'm excited to share a talent I guess I haven't shared with our listeners before. What are you talking about? Singing. No, we have I, a musical guest. We have a musical guest on. It, it, it's me. What are you talking about? Give myself permission to shine. Oh, I'm going to shine so bright. Oh, God. I'm going to make every hair going to turn. They're finally going to see me. Give myself permission to shine. I'm going to light up this world. I'm going to shine a little light on the world. Yeah, so you just let me know when to do it. I'll, I'll no, you're that. not going to get to do it. Welcome to Housewarming, I'm Nat Demina. I'm Marty Smiley, and that means you're listening to Housewarming, a <laughs> podcast for renters. Uh, that they are, that they are. What has been happening? What has been going on? I'll tell you what's been going on. Okay. I have spent the last God knows how long rearranging my bedroom. As you know, I'm getting rid of furniture. Yeah. I've done a spring clean in I guess, uh, summer. <laughs> some would call it a feng shui update. Feng shui update, definitely. I'm trying to fix the feng shui in my room. I'm going through like three packets of incense a week. What do you mean? Is I'm just trying to, you know, make that my, my zen den. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think you're mixing up. Different mysticisms there with the with the incense versus the feng shui. I don't know if they're intertwined, but I mean, you can never get enough zen. It's interesting you're trying to create zen in a room that really looked like a storage unit for most of well, the. Not year. anymore. Not anymore. I've done, I've done it all up. I've got a new wardrobe, new bed frame. I've hung up some wall art. <laughs> also bought a new desk. I've just I've put together a desk. So, yeah, you needed to borrow the drill. The drill, yeah. I, look, I don't know what company I got this desk from, but I think they need to get sued or something. Okay. <laughs> They're telling me to screw in screws in places there's no holes, so I have to drill new holes in the wood. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not what you the, want. The, you know how the metal legs, they, they like uh, pre-make the holes? Uh-huh. So you can, you know, screw them in yep. with like the big screws. Yeah, like, you know, Ikea sort of has, yeah. has all the holes yeah. in the right places. Yeah, right? So that Easy assembly. Easy assembly. The holes are in the right places. I'll right. give them that. Okay. But maybe it's their drill. Maybe it's their hole making system. It hasn't completely gone all the way through. So the metal bit is still there. There's just an outline of a circle where they've tried to cut into the metal. Oh, so they've actually, they've done a bad job of the initial drilling. Yeah. Here's how bad. What did you order this off? Like what? Are the... It's called Mocha, spelt with a C-K-A. Oh, there's your first mistake. <laughs> like you can't go, you can't go like no name brands when it comes I just to saw. I just saw, uh, you know, I just saw sale. I just saw sale and that's what got me. That's how you make decisions. I was tired of looking for desks on Facebook Marketplace. I don't want to get a big, sturdy desk, you know. I, I'm tired of heavy furniture now. You I just pay want to get me out for getting reduced meat. You're getting reduced furniture. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Is this desk going to expire? It's a good thing, actually, because I haven't used half of the screws they gave me and the structural integrity of the desk has not been compromised. Oh, it's still solid? It's still solid. Uh, <laughs> I get very weird about that. Like when you know when you, you, you put something together, you put a bookcase together, whatever it is from Ikea, mm. you get to the end and there's like just – 
two extra screws. Yeah. And you're like, but but everything's accounted for. So how? I think two screws is fine because if you check the instructions, but I'm saying like 50% yeah, like like of my screws. When you're watching a horror movie and early on in the movie, they linger too long on one shot that they clearly. Yeah, yeah. It's like the something. rules. It's like the rule in movies. If you see a gun, it has to be used. Like if you're left with two screws. The end of this movie in your life is it's going to be bad. Do you think my desk is going to collapse? It's going to collapse on you for sure. <laughs> it won't. It won't. It's too sturdy. I, I've done a good job, I think. Um, but no. <laughs> <laughs> All the strongest statements are followed up by brackets, I think. <laughs> oh, but now, you know, whole room's rearranged. Much more space. Yeah, how you feeling? Art's looking you? good. Well, I, heard, I, I read this article that was like, you know, rearranging your living situation, your room can really help with, you know, your mental health and you could feel a lot better. And, you know, that was the whole purpose behind the rejig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Room. Well, yeah. you know, there's also concepts of like nesting. Yeah, yeah. Which I actually, that I, my knowledge of it extends as far as the word. <laughs> <laughs> that the shit birds just, do, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's just like you set up, you know, your space how you want it. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. I mean, has it worked? I mean... Give Who's it time. Who's check say? back in. Yep. We'll check back in. I with mean, you. I can tell you what. Now I'm just sad with nicer shit to look at. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It reminds me. It's like when I was a kid, I learned this one joke that was like my favorite joke that I used to tell everyone. In the beginning, there was nothing, and then God said, "Let there be light." There was still nothing, but you could see it a whole lot better. <laughs> Uh, it's like same shit different upholstery exactly exactly that's pretty much the share house experience in so many ways you can buy a whole bunch of new shit but you're still renting (laughs) anyway so lovely to have you all listening and uh we're gonna take you on a bit of a journey now strap yourself in let's get to the guest our guest this week is none other then musical comedian and satirist, Gabby Bolt. Gabby, love Gabby. We went on her podcast, actually. We did, The Chaser Report. Yeah. Uh, she's currently hosting that, but you probably know her more from the super popular TikTok account where she writes and performs music. She actually performed an original song for a musical on TikTok, Ratatouille the Musical. I, and yeah. she got to work with Wayne Brady. I you know saw Wayne that. Brady? Yeah, I know. I believe they call it a duet on <laughs> TikTok or like a, a stitch. A stitch. <laughs> I saw a stitch. With Wayne Brady. With Wayne Brady. <laughs> if you don't know who Wayne Brady is, just imagine the whitest black guy you have ever met. <laughs> <laughs> we move on? Yes, I'm she happy to. <laughs> supposed to be on the podcast last week, but... She, she bloody cancelled on us. She had to cancel on us. She did. She had Normally, to cancel on us. We have a policy on this. We blacklist. Like if you they don't, don't cancel on us, we cancel on you. No. <laughs> well, we don't do that either. But if, if we could choose, we would get through the cancelling. When she cancelled, we say, yeah, well, we were going to do the same. Exactly. So that is what it is. But she did ensure us that she had a very worthwhile reason. Mm-hmm. The cancelling. Yes. So that yes. will be the first thing we're going to find out about We're going to find out what her excuse is. That's Gabby now. Hello. 
She's disrespecting our home. I'm so sorry. Um, welcome. <laughs> yeah. I, it's been raining outside. Yeah, it's a it's a wet one. Do you want me to get the gauze for you? No, nah, it's all right. That's Leave what you're calling a gauze. Not a no, thing? I've never heard it called a gauze door. Oh, shit. Heard it she gauze uses door? the specific term. It's a fly screen door. Speaking of flies, just kidding. There's a really, really cooked little op shop up near my house. So I decided to... Bring you a little gift. You brought um, us a gift. Yes. Gabby, you did not have yes. to. In I, fact, I we, thought you could name him and I don't know what he could be. I'm going to name him Gabbo. Love that. It's a frog with a crown yeah. on it. And a bucket. And a little bucket. You went to the op shop and this is what you thought of? <laughs> He's the prince and the pauper. Yeah. Well, it was this well or a porcelain goose, but the porcelain goose cost $41. Well, and so I was like, oh, this mm, might be like an antique porcelain goose. No, no. I don't have $40. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the worst gift we've gotten. It's by far not the best. <laughs> but hey. Oh, shit. I've got to step up my game. <laughs> All right. I'll, well, I'll send come you on in. by mail. Do you want to come on in? Thank you. Come on. Thanks so much for joining us, Gabby. It's Thanks a pleasure to have you. you. Oh, it's the best. Mm. Welcome is... to our house. Yep. I love it. What are I your impressions it. so far? Bigger than mine already. Um, but I, right. I love it. I'm vibing with like a lot of the uh, the paraphernalia around, including the Rod Stewart record up uh-huh. above, mm-hmm. above Nat's head yep. there. That's yep. the one. Um, Vinyl, we collect it. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. What is it? Greatest hits? Got a cool. It's a cool yeah. thing. It's a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a player? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We oh, used yeah. it. We play it. We actually were here. So we saw Gabby at the Australian Podcast Awards. We are the Housewarming Podcast and Gabby from the Chaser Podcast. Mm-hmm. We're both nominated for awards at the Australian Podcast Awards. We were. Neither of us won. No. I, we went in not expecting to, to be honest. Mm. So maybe that's why we got hammered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went in and went, I didn't even expect the free booze, but now that it's here. Um, but some people did end up back at our house and yeah. one of those people yep. was in this room right now. Our dear guest here. Oh, I'm so sorry. Gabby. We found it difficult to leave our couch. (laughs) (laughs) Have you slept on any couches before? Are you a couch dweller? I I have. I mean, probably not that much lately, but I have in my in my youth, I'm 25, slept (laughs) on a lot of couches. Yeah. Uh One of the first ones I remember sleeping on was my brother when he first moved out. My brother's about three years older than me. He first moved out into a quintessential university house. Mm -hmm. Like it was in the main street of Bathurst. So you know it was lit like the Newtown King Street of Bathurst. So it had like, you know, 10 houses on it. And yeah, people would crash. And the couch was probably it was like two cushions long. So you couldn't Uh, and it didn't fold out. It wasn't a sofa or anything. So yeah, you just got fetal position position or like legs over the edge. Oh yeah, and I've done oh, that a few no times. Good. Yeah, that's no good. Um, but that was that's your first couch. What about your first share house? Ah, How was that? My f- <laughs> my first share house was in Sydney in Granville, and the day we moved in, they'd already broken the lease eleven times. <laughs> Oh. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So when I first walked through, um, my bedroom window had a massive crack in it. Like, I mean, they're all little things, but they're still things that you're technically supposed yeah. to have. Like security. Eleven times. Like. Yeah. So the the lawn wasn't done. So it was just like up to your knees. Overgrown. Uh, uh, the no. back lock and the front lock both technically locked but if you like shoulder barged it a <laughs> tiny bit it could just fly open like okay. it was not 
locking the house. secured, okay. And then um, there was a, oh, our shower head didn't exist. It was on the bathtub next to where the shower head's supposed to go and the water was just coming out of a hole Spout. in the wall. Yeah. Oh, It was boy. brutal. So when I first, I was like, this is, and that was my first like share house experience. Mm. So I was like, this is renting. I was like 19, <laughs> like, this is renting. <laughs> oh boy, I was comfortable too long. Yeah. Like it was so bizarre. But then I found out, no, that actually wasn't super normal. And so then they, we called someone in and they fixed all of the things pretty quickly. Okay. But like, because of course they did, because you kind of call up going, 11 breakages of the lease already. They were like, oh shit. And they came over. So you like had to like research all the rules <laughs> and all the. Yeah, we had to go. And we almost went to the Tennessee board. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot. And I lived there with. Um, two roommates but one of them was like a lot older than me and did the whole like I've rented heaps you know like, I know what I I'm, know what I'm doing yeah I know and, this is not right and then you kind of go through the motion of living with them for about a year and you realize like I don't know if I believe that oh. I believe that they definitely rented for a lot yeah. longer than me but like the way they lived was yeah. not ideal <laughs> yeah just yeah, it was really funny. I just and I I think I just had a very warped view after that share house of like what renting was supposed to be like. Your it was expectations very were lowered. Yeah, yeah. The bar, to be fair, yeah, the bar set very low. So Could now only I'm go happy. Up I'm there. happy pretty much yeah. anywhere now. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> You're not there now. Where have you found yourself now? I'm now in the inner west with um, some really great roommates and my partner. And um, it's my five, six, seventh rental. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Probably are you like now fifth like, share house, but seventh rental, yeah. Well, are you now like an expert on <laughs> tenancy law? <laughs> I'm, I'm all right at it. I haven't had too many issues like with the tenancy mm. board or anything like that, mm. so nothing too much. I have had an, oh, my God, I can't believe I've never thought of this before. There was a story. I moved into a share house in Bathurst, like when I first moved back to study. And there was this house going for like 90 bucks a week. So it was like. Ooh, okay. That's a good deal. Primo deal. Middle mm -hmm. of town. Really beautiful old oh, house. Just great. And four roommates. So me and four roommates. And I moved in. And the moment I moved in, I only counted like three roommates. Mm. And then somebody else moved in very quickly after me. And I was like, hold on. Wasn't there meant to be another guy? Turns out that guy ran out on the house, like just didn't come back, like got all his stuff left and left the house in like two or three grand of arrears. And it was oh. up to like us to fix it. And I had just moved in. And then all of a sudden we got this thing being like, you're in like three grand of arrears because this guy didn't pay his rent for like two years. What are you going to do? And I was like, well, with all due respect, I moved in last week. Um, uh I'm not, Don't know what to do. And I'm then, not paying yeah. off his debt. Yeah, and so then I think a couple of the other roommates who were pretty good champions, but they were much bigger people than I could have ever been, they actually paid it off because Whoa. they couldn't get a hold of this guy. So really? was a complete MIA. He ghosted. Like, yeah, a ghost What did you have house. to do? Did you have to move straight back out or were you just no, like, we, I'm staying we, we but I'm not paying? We were allowed to stay, but we had to like fix who was on because it was one of those ones that was always, oh, my God, it was one of those ones where it was always interchanging. Like mm. people were always coming in and out, yeah. uni kids always. And so – the real estate, I think, had caught on to this and they were like, who is living here? <laughs> who is living here on the lease? And then you had to do the whole yeah. bond transfer yeah. and all that. 
But you're not there now. You're, you're living with your partner. Oh, yeah, you're in, sorry. in the West. You're, yeah. You know, you're doing great. It seems like you're thriving. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a great little house. It's a really good little place. And my roommates are all great and we all gel. Who do you go to yeah. when you get when you want to get things fixed now? I think, well, at the moment, is <laughs> this always happens to me. At the moment, our landlord is also the maintenance guy. Um, which continues to happen to me. And this time it's not too bad. Like we actually just got lucky and the landlord's mm. just like not a not a weirdo. Um, but a couple of times I've rented places and this one particular time, it was just me and my boyfriend living in a house in Bathurst and our tap kept leaking. And we were like, Ugh, this is probably going to be a fucking issue because it's and like, you know, everyone's going to be mad at me. It's like water conservation and all that stuff. So we were like, <laughs> we should get that fixed. And it took us a while to sort of get it sort of clear of how urgent it was because it was urgent but it wasn't if that makes sense mm-hmm. it was dripping like at a rate of maybe i don't know like 20 bpm so we were like it's I probably gonna think, fix it I, I, I don't think water is <laughs> is measured <laughs> as beat beats per what, minute you don't measure your water in beats <laughs> maybe, I maybe guess wpm I built but... different um no <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was like kind of dripping, but that kind of drip where you're like, that might resolve itself. Mm, uh, yeah, to, if you're slow enough. Yeah, yeah, where you're like, maybe that's not something I have to fix. It could just be, you know, the pipe's expanding. That's mm-hmm. something I tell myself all the time when I don't know what a noise is. The pipe's expanding. And so eventually it dripped a little bit more and we were like, ah, oh, fuck. So we messaged our real estate because I was like, I know that the landlord does that thing where they're like, if you have a problem, just message me. Just message me. And I've been burnt by that before. So I was like, no, we're messaging the real estate. Yeah. Message the real estate. And the real estate were like, great, we've got a maintenance guy. Like we use the same company for all the rentals. We'll send somebody around tomorrow. Comes around. It's the landlord. It's the landlord. The landlord is actually (laughs) the guy that the real estate hires for maintenance for not just our house, but everyone. And we were like, that's crazy. Oh, and so then, of course, because he owned the house, he was like, oh, I know that the real estate said that I'd come around at like 8 a.m. on Friday, but is it a cool? I'm actually going to come around tomorrow night instead, like earlier than that. Don't tell um, him that, but that's And then what you're it- like, no, agreed time because it's just so crazy. Like, imagine I, anything could be happening. That guy has a key. Yeah, he, he just, can come in at yeah. any time. Yeah, I any point. anything. Is he qualified in any of the things he's trying to fix? I really think that he was definitely a qualified, like, carpenter and handyman okay. i don't think a single maintenance worker i've ever met is a qualified plumber yeah, i feel right. like every single maintenance guy who comes in to fix a plumbing issue actually knows about the same that i do about plumbing <laughs> and they just kind of get their way through it like the amount of washers that i've had to call up and get replaced mm. and eventually i just go should i just learn plumbing like i feel like that is a skill that maybe washers I should are just quite equip. simple to you, replace you, you yeah. think maintenance men are jack of all trades master <laughs> of none <laughs> i think they're the jack of like almost all the trades yeah. and definitely not the master of Just plumbing. Just not plumbing. <laughs> yeah. I've had a lot of plumbing issues. We also, like our water heater at our current house, it like just died one day and our water was coming out brown and I was like, that's not good. So oh. we called the the real estate and the real estate sent the maintenance guy and the maintenance guy was the landlord. <laughs> we have the same Classic. thing. Yeah. It's um, so common and it's just so but bizarre. But it's a bit, our uh, landlord, who we, we do like, Rare. he sort of has a group of mates. <laughs> That he sort of just gets them to he sends a scurry them, of bandits. Yeah, he sort of sends them over to do different odd jobs, and and some of them have definitely been underqualified. One of his mates was just a guy. He we were like, what? What does he? You know, you're sending him over to to fix it. He was to fix a leak. We had a leak. Oh yeah. And he, he came over, and I was like, oh, what do you do, man? He goes, oh, I grew up with the with the landlord. Great like, qualifier. That's not. Hang on. <laughs> 
hang on. Wait a minute. He goes, oh, I'm working as an accountant, but oh, I'm just here. I'm helping him out today. And I was like, well, how? Uh, all right, all right. Didn't bring anything to do the job. Oh I had to God. give him a ladder. Uh, he took a bucket from the garden and he went up into the ceiling and he collected all the water instead of actually fixing the leaf. He never went on the roof. So this is our maintenance guy. <laughs> Environmental king. But there's a part of me that if I was ever in the position, which I never probably will be in my life where I am a landlord, mm. I would never pay a guy who does a trade. I would be like, nah, that's yeah. that's I where I come in. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Because I- once you reach that age, like, as a you know, and you own different properties, you've probably fixed a house or two. Yeah, you know, like you probably would know how to do the odd job. I sometimes think I could do stuff like that. A hundred percent. Have you ever been it. on YouTube? Yeah, like, like I see a crack in the wall and I go, bit of that white spot. Yeah, stuff. I reckon I could fucking do that. That and can I do attitude, it. you know. Yeah, and mm. then I think I'm like, I've broken so many objects in my life. There's no way I'm gonna break someone else's house without telling them. Because in a rental, you have to you do that like guilty thing where like if you fix something, you're like, I oh, fixed that, and you don't tell anyone you fixed it. <laughs> and then if it fucks up later, it's your fault. Mm. We had um John Cookshank has been a guest on the show, and he's an electrician. Yeah, wow. Um, I once had to put up some lights in the backyard. And after I finished the job, even though I had electrocuted myself, oh my God. I started saying to John, I was like, I'll probably do this. I could get used to this. It's just pieces going like, together, isn't it? I said, you've got that thing. It says, you know, on, off. It's that electricity going through there. He goes, yeah, good luck, mate. You changed no. some light bulbs. Yeah. <laughs> you feel that way, though. I'm the same. You get confident. Yeah, I used to work at Ikea. And I worked in the home decoration section, but let me tell Uh-oh. you, there was no bigger power trip than when I had to cover lighting for a day. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers would come in and they'd be like, have you got any bayonet bulbs? The one thing I knew for certain, we don't stock them here. But because I was a girl, I will say the amount of people that didn't believe me, I had one person, I was like, we don't stock bayonet, we don't stock bayonet bulbs. And they were like, do you even know what bayonet means? Oh. And then I just, I didn't really know what to say to that. So I just kind of went, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just assume that we don't have it. <laughs> and then they were kind of just stunned to speak and left. But yeah, That's working in lighting, you start throwing around words like, you know. Wow, you worked at Ikea? Yeah. What's it like working at Ikea? Oh my God. Horror. It's, that is it's, the job. That it's horrible going there. It turned me off retail for the rest of my life. <laughs> like I literally left that job a changed woman. I was like, I'm never working in customer service ever again. Um, it was, yeah, it was brutal. The one day I remember, it's not actually my story. It's a secondhand story. My manager came down one day and she was always a really, really perky, really nice mm. person. And she started her day very perky and she told me what I had to do. And I was like, oh, thanks, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then she got like this call because we all have those stupid dickhead phones, don't we? And our stupid pajama outfits and our stupid <laughs> slacks and our stupid Stanley knives. And and she got this phone call. <laughs> Sorry, IKEA. Uh, she got this phone call and like her like it all I knew was there's a situation upstairs in the showroom. Cause I worked in the hell, otherwise known as market hall, which is like the last section of the store before mm. you get to the flat packs. So people were never happy to see me. Um <laughs> And she was like, yeah, there's a situation upstairs. You have to come up and help your manager. Like, big situation. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, what's going on? Drama drama today. (laughs) I don't get to see it, but you do. She's gone for like four hours. I do not see her. I do not know what happened. No one will tell me anything because we're not allowed to talk to each other. And then she comes back down white as a sheet. Like, 
like she had seen something. Mm. And I went, what's, are you, <laughs> everything okay? Like, is there a fight? Is someone dead up there? What's going on? And she just goes, the emergency was in the display bathroom section. And I was like, what? And she went, someone, someone had used one of the display bathrooms, like full Kath and Kim situation, when somebody had used one of the display toilets in those like yeah. showroom areas upstairs. And, and I was like, oh, you know, kids. Like I just sort of assumed it was a child. I was like, oh, you know, kids can be stupid. Like oh, that sucks though. That's really terrible. And she was like, not a kid. <laughs> That's <laughs> all she said. And I don't know whether they caught the person or whether they caught the evidence. And the evidence, they caught the adult. Judging, judging by how white as a sheet she was, I'm assuming it was just the evidence. But then I kind of go, I am more proud of whoever that was that managed to finesse that action mm. and get out before being caught. Ikea doesn't have CCTV? I mean, I, I assume we did, but I never found out about it. All I knew was the, the, the word of mouth. But that yeah. was a great story. Wow. I walked away from work that day just happy <laughs> I worked downstairs. Dude, this is... This is a significant moment for us on the podcast. Why is that? <laughs> Nat and I used to sleep separately in different times in a IKEA loft. I love this. Do you are you aware of the lofts that they sell? Are you talking like bunk beds? Still, or no, 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 come no, no, on, no. just the loft space and underneath. And then you have the space underneath. Yeah, yeah no, I'm aware. Okay, and Very it was aesthetic. a double bed one. Oh, cute! Quite big. Oh, oh. King single. Let's yeah. be generous with the double. King single. King single. <laughs> king single. Yeah. When I got at home, first of all, at Ikea, mm. there was a key thing I needed to do before I got it back to the house. Test it. Yep. You can test other beds at Ikea, but you can't test this one. No. Oh, so you do know. I do know this story, I think. Okay. I think. You can't go, you, you know, you try to go up the stairs, it's got a little ladder, but it's got a, a plastic divider that doesn't even allow you to. I went to go up. I don't really like rules. Even you put a barrier there. You think a barrier is going to stop me? Like a pla- a bit of pla- oh, that's not going to stop me. I tried it's to a take. Challenge. I tried to take it off. A guy saw me. Oh no! He reprimanded me. He said, "Mate, there's a plastic divider there for a reason. You can't go up there." I said, why don't you guys want me to test this? I want to buy it. It's a $500 bloody loft. Like, yeah, I've got fair. to test it first. It's like try before you buy. Yeah. I'm not going to set it up, take it all the way back to my house to do yeah, it. No. I did do that. But when I got it back, it was definitely not like sturdy enough to carry a double bed and an adult. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's made for adults. Yeah. It's it's funny because, like, there are so many things. <laughs> God, I really hope Ikea don't get mad at me for doing this. <laughs> I have not cleared this with anyone. Um, there are so many things at Ikea that you, if you actually buy the furniture, you get it home and there's, like, a massive warning on every single label mm. that's like, cannot use without fitting to the wall. Yeah. Mm. And the reason is because a kid climbed, like, a – Billy bookcase or something, and it like f- because it wasn't fitted to the wall, it like crushed uh, the child. So there's so many things that they're like can't do. fit to the wall, and right. but, but for renters, not you feasible. You can't fit furniture to the walls. So Did there that stop so Marty many, Smiley? So many pieces of IKEA furniture that in a rental house are <laughs> Marty. A Did choice. it stop you? No, I had to drill it into the wall. Yeah, well, yeah, you would have to at, at the displeasure of our landlord and Nat, who then had to. <laughs> 
clean it up unscrew it yeah i had to undo the <laughs> the loft bed. yeah you should go back and see if the plastic divider is still there if they still sell it and just stick a piece of paper on it being like not for adults yeah, save yourself the time <laughs> save yourself the time and a photo of you if you have one of you just on the bed like <laughs> is there any other um secrets you could share with us about ikea it's such a mythical place to me <laughs> well the shortcuts are public usable like you know, well, 100%. I, I always do that. Yeah, I was oh, going to say, yeah. some people didn't know. So, because mm. they are those like staff looking gray Although flimsy doors you can that look fuck like yourself you doing the shortcuts. Yeah, it can, it can get worse. It can mess with your head a yeah. lot. But I, once I learned the shortcuts, I was unstoppable. I was like, I could get in and out of this place in two minutes if I wanted it's to. It's a square, isn't it? Like, yeah. yeah. But the, the funniest thing about IKEA, I didn't really know many secrets, but I did just, I just, I walked away. I think I walked away partially with a comedy career before I even knew I had one because they're. they're People would just hand me their children. Like, people would come. Seriously, like I, I sold frames, fake flowers, real flowers, and clocks. Not a wide range. And somebody would come That's through and be like. That's your department? Yeah, it was home decoration. I took it very seriously. We also sold candles. Is I that why you brought us a tin frog? Yeah, although you would never get that tin frog at home decoration. But, yeah, people would be, like, picking out frames or whatever and they'd have, like, their two- or three-year-old baby and they'd just be like, oh, sorry, can you just hold that for a sec? And I'm like, that, that, your child, you're handing me a human being. I can't hold this. Please take her back. Um, I'll hold the frames for you if that's just, yeah, and I think it's just that people, just by the time they got to me because I was the last department of the store mm. before the big warehouse, they were just, like I don't care how I get out, just yeah. get me out. People mm. would come through and just be like, "Let me out!" <laughs> like, how no, many? No, hello. How many people sleep in the beds? You know, they do a thorough, thorough check. Like it was our job. What if, to like look even under like do people spaces. do s- silly things on the beds? So bedrooms yeah, cool. Like, yeah, bedrooms were cool, and like you got to like do all of the whole talky talk. It was almost kind of like a car salesman. If you mm, were upstairs yeah. with the furniture, you had to like sell the furniture. Want to take this bedroom home? Yeah. Whereas I didn't really have to do much work to sell a three dollar clock. <laughs> you want a clock? Yeah. You want to tell the time? People there be like, go. "How much is this?" Like three bucks. They go, "Okay." <laughs> that was that was the deal. But there was also a man that everybody in the store he came. I can't believe I'm still talking about this. There was a guy who came through and he was so brave, and he was so brave for the reason that he was wearing navy blue like slack work pants and a yellow and navy striped top. Did not work there. <laughs> The poor bastard kept getting stopped by people being like, where is this? Where is that? And he wasn't a worker. He just happened to wear the work uniform. And we all just watched in horror. It ended up being like somebody lended him a jacket to get through the store <laughs> because he kept getting stopped by people wanting to know where stuff oh, was. I, 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 you know, at that point, I would have just started giving people advice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this guy was like an old man. He was so confused as to why. Yeah. Like, My first piece of advice, don't buy that fucking yeah, love. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Don't get the love. That, it doesn't support adults. Yeah. Go, go to the other Ikea, two mm. suburbs down. This one's oh. terrible. The other thing, the one thing I will tell you that I did learn and I learned it about two weeks before I left, it's not Ikea, it's Ikea. Ikea, yep. It's Ikea. Really Ikea. Ikea. That's how everybody would say it in the work meeting. I've told Ikea. you this before, Marty. Ikea. It's Ikea. wrong, right? It's so wrong. When you, you told me, like, I, yeah, when you tell me shit like that, I go, ah, okay. No, it right, is. Well, it's, 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 it's Ikea. Ikea. You know how I know? Because I heard a Swedish footballer talk about it on Seth Meyers mm-hmm. on the TV show. Zlatan Ibrahimovic went on Seth Meyers and said, I went to Ikea. Mm. And I was like, why is he saying it like that? No, that's how you say it. 
Did you correct people in store? Never. No. <laughs> Never. I was not paid enough. <laughs> you couldn't pay me to even tell people where stuff was yeah. half the time. Like I did because I, I didn't want to be an <laughs> asshole. But if somebody was being an asshole to me, I'd just be like, oh, you're almost at the end. When people were like genuinely mm. flustered, like, how do I get out? Please let me out. I'd be like, you know what? You go straight, you turn left, the checkout's at the end. Just yeah. Were you close to the exit? But- yeah, I was relatively. Yeah, okay. But I've the heard... people who pissed me so off, they're like, Turn re- right. the, By the time they get to you, they're so tired. That's ah. why they were handing me their children. That's why they were asking me where the exit was. That's why I've some people. Got, I've only got two more questions about IKEA. Do you have? <laughs> I just want to say, I've, you know, I'm hearing all the stories about, you know, people getting trapped in IKEA. But now that I'm thinking back on it, I don't think I've ever been in an IKEA. Oh, really? I've only bought from IKEA online. He just got a new desk he had to assemble. Mm-hmm. I was saying to him the other day, like. When there's two pieces left, you're like, hang on a second, yeah. how can there be something <laughs> left? I have no idea if somebody like actually packs those kits together or not, but I love to think that somebody's just doing it. An evil like, genius. They only need eight. I'm going to give them nine. Yeah. Mm. You know what? I'm remembering now I have been to Ikea once okay. to go to a cafeteria. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'll never go again. It's oh, not no. good. It's no good. I don't actually get why people think it is. Like, it's, it's not. It's horrible. They've it marketed it incredibly well. What is the marketing? It's sim- it's it's just like it's, food. In a, it, it's meatballs in a goop that's not that <laughs> yeah, But, you know, they've nice. got hot dogs and they got, what, they got like desserts. they got like little yeah, puddings. Is any of that Scandinavian? I have no clue. It wasn't the kind of place where you'd go around and be like, oh, is this authentic? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you wouldn't. Oh, I, I didn't want to check. It's, I got, it's got like Swedish names, though. They give yeah. it like a Swedish name. Yeah. 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 And every single sign saying hello says H E J. Yeah, I used is to read it. I know it's in surely Swedish? it's not hedge. hedge. Is it hedge in Swedish? Hedge, hedge. Uh, I always thought it was just like hey, but the J was like a Y. Hey. I think it is, it would be hey. 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 Yeah. Hello. But, but then but when you see it on a sign aggressively, you do kind of just turn up to work and it's like hedge. And yeah. you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, um, we you had us on your podcast recently. Yes. That was a wild ride. It was a very fun time. The but you told us you were having some issues with your neighbor. I did. What's been happening? What's going on? Tell <laughs> us. You also had to recently cancel. A yeah. recording with us. We, you were meant to be here yeah. early in the week. Yeah. You were meant to be on last week's episode. And normally when we have cancellations, no one gets a second chance. No, I know. I mean, Osher Gins- Gunsberg, <laughs> he, he he won't ever come on this show. Uh-uh. Oh, my God. Well, I can't believe I beat Osher's odds. But, yeah. Um, he was like, oh, i got to host a Bachelorette final. Yeah, yeah, well, Do you reckon you'd have to ask him for a batch of roses if he, if he came back? He, as, as the as the gift, gift? we'd consider it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like proper good ones though, like hundreds of dollars. So yeah, why did you have to cancel? You said you had a share house issue going on. Yeah, so I have a neighbor who, for like six ish months now, every now and again, and it's like one of those annoying things where it's like not constant enough to warrant every day, mm. but it's not not constant enough to not provide constant stress in my life mm. but basically they play music at a really really loud volume and it's there's no consistency like sometimes it'll be from 8 a.m to 9 p.m sometimes mm. it'll be from 9 p.m to 3 a.m so sometimes when you say it'll be just like for two hours or for mm. 10 hours like it, there's no consistency so every time it starts you just wish you were dead because you can't yeah. hear anything but droning bass so oh, when you right, say right, play right. music you're saying they're just playing songs or they're a musician who's like playing their music songs like right they're just it's, playing Spotify it's, gone to, it's gone to the point where I can't hear the actual music but by the bass pattern of each song I know that they haven't changed their playlist in like six months oh right because sometimes you hear it you go oh, that's the and poker you, it's uh, not a poker but yeah. it sounds like it because all I can hear is dong dong 
And you don't even know what genre of There's barely any melody. It's no. mainly bass. For us, it just rips through our house and that's all we can hear. So it's, it's yeah, wow. really wow. brutal. It's horrible. And sometimes it's got to the point where it's like a mind game thing. Kind of like, like if you were worried you were going to hear it, you start hearing it. Mm. Even if it's oh, not mm, happening, it, like, wow. it's gotten to the point where like you get so stressed that every bass frequency, like a car door slamming or a car driving past yeah. or like a plane going over, you mm. go, is that it? And then you start hearing like, <laughs> and like I have Whoa. woken up with fever dreams of that sound in my head. <laughs> it's horrible. I feel like the master in Doctor Who, like, sorry, that's <laughs> a bit of a niche one. Yeah, our, our all the Doctor Who fans fine. out there, you if fucking nerds. If you are a nerds. Doctor Who fan, it's about, the, it doesn't matter. You know what, it's fine. I don't need to touch the career any further. I think there's a phone box involved. <laughs> you got it. But yeah, so that's what He's that's making what calls. This doctor's an outcaller. <laughs> is it like when you are at a club and you close the door? Yeah. Yeah, you can hear it like like in the bathroom of a club, like the dance floor is there, mm. and you go in the bathroom and you can still hear it's it. Like it that muffled that. Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't bother you because you're in an environment where you expect it. Yeah, what, right. what bothers me about it is that you know you go home for like I mean for me I play music and I yeah is talk it affecting your I, ability to play music? Well, it's so funny because I play keyboard with headphones on because I'm very cautious of not pissing off my neighbors. Like, oh I'm my like I've never wanted to do that, so I'm right. always like I play keyboard with headphones on, and then it's just like. Other neighbors just live their life freely. And, you know, I, I admire it. I'm kind of like, fuck, I wish I could care that little. It'd be amazing. <laughs> um, I'd just play music all the time. Everyone would be hearing Benny and the Jets from me for like 24 hours on end. I'd never stop. I'd just keep going. I'd be like, you like this one? Benny! <laughs> like, it wouldn't end. But, um, yeah, and so, you know, you, you deal with it in all the normal ways. Like, we tried dealing with it, you know, by very nicely knocking on the door mm-hmm. and asking and mm-hmm. they seemed to get it and then nothing happened and then you kind of go a bit more aggressive and you go, mate, like, mm. the music's fine, just the please the subwoofer. So you, you, have, you have gone over to confront Several times, several yeah. times. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's one of those things where you kind of get the feeling that they're kind of just blindly accepting whatever you're saying and then but ignoring you care. the moment you leave. Oh, yeah. wow. I mean, yeah. you asked us for advice on what to do and we said... <laughs> Join the party. We get said... Get your own subwoofer. Get your own subwoofer. <laughs> yeah. And, we, you know, I may have said some other things too. I may, yeah. I may have said... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Are you a bit too uptight about it? Yeah. You know, it just I sounds like you're jealous. Again, you're though, not it's, at it, the party. It's part of the mind game, though, because it's like you do. Like I'm a musician. Like I get to a point where I'm lying in bed at night, listening to the doof, 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 and accompanying it is this inner monologue of like, dude, you used to be fun. Like <laughs> you used to be fun. You should be happy. You should be happy that these people are finding joy in music. Like, oh, go over, go that's over what there, you do. go yeah. over there and be with them. And I'm like, what the oh. fuck am I doing? No, this is horrible. Like, <laughs> I've become like the, I'm the, the part of the Banger Sisters where like Susan Sarandon wearing beige all the time. Like, that's where I'm at. <laughs> and I'm like, I just need to age disgracefully. Like, that's what I need to do. I need to get a rake and sit on my yard and yell at people. But like, yeah, you do start talking to yourself like. I'm being unreasonable. These people are just listening to music. And then you go, no, I'm a musician. When I listen to music, I don't fucking turn it up like that. Like, anyway. So what has transpired since we gave you that awful (laughs) advice? 
Speak for yourself, mate. So you were suggesting getting a bigger sub. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome advice. What is this awful advice? <gasps> so okay, on, well, we'll, we're about to find out whether that would have <laughs> solved anything. I, I had another day where it had just happened for it was on its like seventh hour hour, hour okay. on a weeknight. So mm-hmm. it was you know we're all working. I think things are starting to go back to normal. People are going back to work, and it was like yeah, like a weekday, and it had been happening since like noon. And I finally just very firmly and very calmly, because working with Chaser, you learn what you can and can't say in a court mm-hmm. of law. <laughs> and I just said, dude, it's a so-and-so night. It's been playing since noon. Can you please just turn it off? Like, yeah. I, I'm like, I'm just all I'm asking. And I said, please, because yeah. I'm like, why am I asking with please? Yeah. But anyway, I was just like, can you please turn it off? But it was very firm. I was very proud of myself yep. for about two seconds. And every time I say this, Nothing happens. Like, mm. just complete ignorance. I just assume they haven't heard it mm. or whatever. And I think sometimes it got to a point where I just did it because it made me feel better knowing that I'd done something. Like, yeah. I was like, well, I've done everything I can. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my job done. Now I just have to sit in misery. But this time, oh, no. They decided to try and climb the fence <laughs> and they were threatening to kill us. Okay. <laughs> like, fully just like, I will... Come over there and I will kill you. And I know that that sounds like I'm joking, but it was said very aggressively. And he was really trying to get over that fence. And I immediately just, you know how that thing where you're like, you wonder if you're ever going to fight, fly? Yeah. Freeze. I literally was just like, fair enough. Oh, fuck this. Oh, fuck this. (laughs) I grabbed the cat and I just like (laughs) went inside and locked all the doors and I closed all the blinds, like a full school lockdown procedure. And I went to all my roommates and I was like, so death threat um lock everything because my roommates all have the windows open at the moment because like summer yeah oh my god it was terrifying and I, and then after the the dust had settled and like we the cops came over and it's all sorted and whatever okay mm. but like after all that had settled i just sort of sat in the living room and i just couldn't stop crying like and it was oh, like no. 15 oh, and i was like it's 8 50 i have to be at, i have to be at a podcast <laughs> oh, no. and i was just like i kind of don't want to move i'm Death threat, like death threat. I asked them to turn music off. Death threat. So I was just like, oh, oh, oh no. But I think it's all good now. Um, okay. Okay. Well, well, that sounded like you may have actually sorted it. Though. Well, yeah. Hope. It, it's reached a breaking point, yeah. and I mean, there's something about five cops rocking up because they genuinely think that you were being threatened with death. <laughs> the reality was. I don't think the, th- the the threat of death was very near. I mean, if I'm being honest, <laughs> I don't really know how they would attempt it in our backyard. <laughs> like, what, a piece of bloody twig or something? I don't know. We don't have many weaponry in the house. But, um, yeah, it was it was the first time I've ever been threatened with death and it was mm. not fun. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's... <laughs> so maybe Thank getting you. the subwoofer is a good option. Okay, okay. No, well, I, you know, the guy doesn't like, you know, Dude, like I confrontation. Think the, the police or the, the subwoofer in this instance. <laughs> Oh, that's hectic. I just, it made me never want to ask for anything ever again. I'm not sure I've ever heard a noise complaint extend that far. Mm. No. I was like, I'm going to get a fucking acoustic engineer in here. He's going to measure the walls. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that was generalist. They're going to measure the walls. <laughs> They're going to measure everything. They're going to measure the sound. They're yeah. going to measure what sound. And then I was like, A, the cost of that, not my, not my vibe. And B, bass frequency, it's like, it's felt, it's not heard. So oh, yeah. it doesn't, it, it's yeah. not. 
on really a decibel reader. True, so yeah. like you try, I the volume's low. The last six months, I swear I've been living like a Shutter Island because I will film myself in the house when I can hear it so loudly, and then you watch it back and you don't hear anything, Nothing. and you're yeah. like, I'm literally just like bawling my <laughs> eyes out at one in the morning in some of these videos, like it won't stop, make it stop, and then it's just me crying. It's not the frequency. And you wake up the next day, you're like. Did it even happen? <laughs> Am I hearing things? Like, I've completely gaslit myself. I have no trust in my ears anymore. I mean, that's quite the story, Gabby, but it's, uh, <laughs> we do have uh, someone who's called into the show to tell us oh, their cool. very own story oh, about cool. noise complaints. She's on the line right now. Darlene, what has been Hello. your issues around sound in your house? <laughs> Okay, so I've called because my housemate is painfully sensitive to noise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've started whispering in my house to my boyfriend instead of talking at a normal volume. <laughs> so you, oh, no. you're you doing the whispering? So I'm doing the whispering, yes. I'm doing the whispering. I'm urging my boyfriend to do the whispering because my housemate is not cool with noise. You can't have a normal conversation at, at the level <laughs> we're talking at right now in a share house. This would be too loud, yes. That's I feel brutal. like I need to give you some context. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, please. Please. <laughs> no, no, okay, that's so enough. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, darling. <laughs> Sorry, wait, no. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> <laughs> is your housemate Horton with the big ears? <laughs> I don't know if she has like a very acute sense of hearing. You know, some people are like very sensitive to smell. Maybe mm-hmm. she is very, yeah. <laughs> very good at hearing. She but could have sonar. Have- She's like daredevil. It's a blessing yeah, and a curse. Exactly. She needs to use her skills and talents for, <laughs> for good. <laughs> so yeah, how did this come up? How did you how did she first let you know that you're being too loud? So it's not an issue in the house as a whole, I guess. Mm. Um, but the house is like a heritage house. It's a lovely sort of shabby chic share house. Mm. And the thing about it is that it has pressed tin walls. And I don't know if that means anything to you, but it's like Ooh. somewhat common in mm. older houses. Mm. Um, basically, it just like amplifies the sound. Um, so our rooms share a wall. And there really is not much. Like, you could probably hear a conversation at this volume from the other side yeah. of the wall. Wow. Okay. Brutal. So you're, you're, so you're, she, you're being forced to whisper, like, in your room and stuff? In my, yeah. So, like, in the kitchen sign, the rest of the house sign, but, like, at night when we're both in our rooms, she'll message me. Um, and the issue is, like, she messages me, like, relatively early at a – I think, unacceptable time to message someone to say, stop having a conversation at oh, a normal volume. Are we talking like 7pm, 8pm? So initially they started off kind of reasonable at like 10.30, oh, yeah. she sort of say, mm-hmm. could you guys keep it down a bit? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, that's fine, like 10.30, it's not early. So I was like, yeah, okay, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of just got progressively earlier and earlier, like 9.45, 9.30, <laughs> And at one point she sends me a message at 8 o'clock going, hey, love, like, hope you had a good weekend. 
just letting you know I'm off to bed in an hour. So, like, the pre Oh, you have an hours of talking ahead of you. Schedule your yeah. conversations, babe. <laughs> hey, that's just like yeah, parents. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a bedtime. That's yeah. a bedtime. Oh. Wrap this up, guys. Come on, toilet teeth, bed. Come on. So, Darlene, is this a like is this a medical condition your housemate has? Like, what's going on? <laughs> um, she is an early riser. I think like that's not, not a medical condition. I'm like, <laughs> I consider not it a medical, medical condition. condition. Are you putting up with this? Is is this something you're just going to have to deal with? So, if uh, in the beginning, I guess I did say, oh, sorry, like, we'll keep it down. Um, my way of putting up with it is sort of quietening down a bit. Yeah. Uh, but kind of the more it got on, I was like, no, <laughs> this is too early. <laughs> so, but I am still very self-conscious about it and mm. not at all a confrontational person. So, mm. now I mostly just ignore the messages. Okay. Yeah. Okay, wow. I'm similar. I'm not very confrontational. But at the same time, I do feel like some of the owners should be on your roommate to like buy some because there's I don't know if you've noticed, because as somebody who's been dealing with bass complaints, <laughs> I've looked into the range of earplugs one can buy. Ah. There's like 50 different types of those fuckers. They're everywhere. Like you can get like soft ones that mold to your ear. You can oil oh, yeah. some that like become Ooh. like in ears. Oh wow. Have, has your roommate like sort of thought about some options mm. for themselves to sort of mm-hmm. try and block more of the noise. Yeah, what are they doing? Yeah. yeah. So, no, they haven't done, as far as I'm aware, they have not done any of those things. Um, I did think about sort of leaving a passive-aggressive present off some. Yes, Christmas is coming up. Christmas is coming up. Christmas is coming. Oh, it's worse than getting deodorant though, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, but it's, I mean, it is a good opportunity though. Everybody wins. She gets to go to bed early. You get to keep, you know, being a chatterbox late at night. <laughs> but I've avoided the confrontation and saying uh, anything about it for so long. Oh, I think the, the present's good. Soon. Yeah, the yeah, present's a good idea. The, the, the general consensus in this room right now is <laughs> you need to get your housemate earplugs as a present. And yeah. get it, like, it would be so funny if she received a very tiny gift. Yeah. And that was and she'd be like, yeah. what could possibly yeah. fit in there? Oh, true. And it's just two ear pods. Yeah. I think like extra extra bit of layer on top of that. Put it in like a jewellery yeah, box like or something. Yeah, like a Tiffany box with yeah. a ribbon. Yeah. Oh, and then, Tiffany's you know, a little note like in there. Pandora. You could even glitz them up. You could put some little diamantes on them. <laughs> they will experience. cut your ears when yeah, you put um, them yeah. in. But I mean, yeah. if, you, if you don't particularly like the person, I definitely recommend the diamantes. Yeah. But aside from that, maybe not. And in the card, you can just write, you deserve peace and quiet. Mm. Mm-hmm. This, this that's Christmas. Nice. That's yeah. nice. Well, that's, that's lovely. Maybe I will do that. Yeah. Because no the best way for you. to solve conflict is to do it with a smile, knowing that <laughs> you're actually winning. Do you know, okay, is that a bit dark? <laughs> no, what did you guys say to me like because a week ago? I said you trap more flies with honey than with vinegar. And then Nat said, no, nah, you actually trap more flies with a piece of shit. <laughs> and he's not wrong. It's true. It's true. Everything, everything in that statement is correct. <laughs> so, yeah, you got to be upfront about it. But, look, I do have one more question. Um, uh-huh. Is it killing your sex life? Oh, um, my <laughs> favourite role play is playing dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not doing wonders for my sex life, let's just say. <laughs> what am I doing here? Get Darlene on this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, no. 
Oh yeah. Oh, and I, I no, like I asked that because <laughs> I had the same issue in in my old share house, and it actually led mm. to. My roommate, she moved out. It was because, like, anything in my room, like, I'd move a chair and she'd be like, Uh, I can hear, or if I walked around, she'd be like, you're trolloping everywhere and... I'm like, okay, I'm, yeah, she was like, you're, it sounds like there's a soldiers up there. Trolloping. She's then, invented a word to describe what you're and doing. And then it used to like, and then it used to like, like in my head, I'd be like, oh, she could probably hear me, you know, doing mm. the, doing the yeah. deed. And it used to get to me psychologically, you know? Yeah, no, You couldn't sure, perform. <laughs> you couldn't bring yourself to perform. Is that what you're saying? Because you were worried that your housemate could hear. No, it's just another barrier. You know, sometimes you get a bit self-conscious knowing your housemate's going to hear. It's a respectful thought. <laughs> you did not You did not award me that same respect when I was next door to you. <laughs> okay? Let's not forget that. No, now it's You used to fuck with the window open. <laughs> and I could hear it from my window. It was hot. <laughs> Silk Sonic, that album actually about <laughs> Um, How did your housemate deal with it? Did she tell you to be quiet? Yeah, she used to do the text message too. But to have, you know, yeah. to be fair, she, it was only after ten thirty. Mm. But I did feel bad sometimes. Well, she moved out. She, I'm, I'm a night out. owl. <laughs> sometimes I go to bed at two a.m. in the morning. I might mm. do my best work between twelve and two. Yep, I'm the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, for Christmas you could also get her a new lease. <laughs> Although I don't, know how much, I don't know what your budget's looking like there, but if you can afford it, go for it. <laughs> well, thanks so much for calling in, Darlene. Thanks for your help, guys. Um, no yeah. Problem. Well, normally we don't leave any of these calls with any sense of helping the other person. <laughs> yeah, we you're make the it worse, only but... one. We've done three seasons, and you're the only one. <laughs> I feel like earplugs. It, it'll go a long way to help out your situation. Yeah. yeah. Let us know if you do go for the earplug solution, and, and we oh, will connect you to our guest here, Gabby, who um, knows a lot about earplugs. Yeah, I sure do. I yeah. could sell them at this point. Thanks, Darlene. <laughs> Thanks, Darlene. Best of luck. Thanks, guys. You're at it in your share houses. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's trying to find the tonic, the cure for renting. It's all pretty bad. Mm. Have you got any advice? What have you? What do you do? Oh, look, like every rational person I know would be like, save for a house, then you never have to worry about it. I think that's smug. I think that's okay. easy. Mm. I think the way around it, house sitting. Oh. House sitting. Because if you always house sit for people, you become A, trustworthy. Like you, you're just uh-huh. like word yep. of mouth spreads. And yep. everyone goes, you know who's a good house sitter? Yep. My mate Gabby. Mm-hmm. Then... If you if you time it right, when do you need to house sit? When other people go on holidays, so it's usually over holiday periods anyway. Yeah. So like around January or Christmas, house sitting, house and you can sit. pretend to be rich for like a week and a bit, or usually. travel to the nations where it's their summer. You could have an endless house sit. Mm. This is a genius move. Mm. Yeah, and it, sometimes it's a bit different. It's not house sitting; it's like cat sitting. But by default, you're yes, cat sitting in the house. house. Exactly. Yeah. Dog sitting in the house. I'm oh. guessing you've done this before. Uh-huh. I'm uh-huh. a house sitting connoisseur. Okay. Yes. Okay. What's the, like, what's the fanciest house? What's the my, nicest house? My mum's friend, this house actually sold and actually hurt me, even though I've oh. never lived there. I just sat it a couple of times. Um, my mum's friend had this beautiful house in like the middle of a block and it was so secluded. It felt like you were away, but it was like mm. in the middle of town and it had a pool and it had a backyard and it had okay. central like air con like in the vents in the floor mm-hmm. or yeah. wooden Ooh. floors, kitchen Ooh. island. And every single time, like this friend of my mom's was just such a top legend. Every time I house sat, she was like, the fridge is fully stocked with meals for you. Um, Stay, you know, do what you got to do. You can have people over. 
do whatever you want. Um, we love you. Cause I, I'd done it a couple of times. Mm. And so she just trusted me and I just, it was just the, it was literally like a holiday. I was literally like, ah, oh, book it you, in. You know what? I'm going away. You know what? A couple of years ago, I went on a road trip to Adelaide. Yeah. I was on a road trip with a few, a few of my friends. We didn't have any place to stay. We were just like, we'll wing this. We'll figure it out as we go. One okay. of the guys I was with, he messaged a woman he'd met while traveling in Peru. She lived in South Australia now. Wow. He hit her up saying, hey, do you want to go for a beer? Let's hang out. And she said, hey, I'm house-sitting a mansion by the beach. You guys can come and stay here. You don't even need to get a motel or a hotel. That's the we get to this house. Sitting. It's by the water. It's got a tennis court, jacuzzi swimming pool the whole shebang every morning we wake up we have mimosas sitting on lounge chairs next to the tennis court look how excited people who rent get over the like get about like the idea of just for a moment being in someone else's sometimes you get paid to do it that's awesome like yeah my best friend used to leave me like a hundred bucks i don't know house sitting just really gets me in in the mood you know it yeah. just really gets me in the i've actually i've prepared a little song about just how excited oh. it gets me oh. what yeah a song yeah on our show yeah a song? this is a bit of a first a oh. song a song okay all right well <laughs> sing your little sing your heart out <laughs> right Ooh. Uh-huh. okay it just makes me really want to sing you know mm. <laughs> Think I'm ready Been waiting so long So let me in already Don't you know that tonight I wanna take a ride I wanna come inside Yeah That's right I'm gonna house sit let me sit in your house I'm gonna house sit Let me pretend that I own this $5,000 couch House sit Oh, I'm gonna ride in your sheets 10,000 thread count House sit Sitting in your house I know I'll never own my own so I gotta keep my options free I'll never penetrate the housing market So I'll let the market penetrate me I'm sitting at my mom's rich friend's house It's like a luxury Airbnb Being a generationally wealthy boomer Has never been so sexy to me I'm gonna house sit Fuck yeah, is that a double door fridge in this house? I house sit oh, with a built-in ice dispenser. Holy shit, I love it. House sit, oh, dishwasher, aircon, no black mold in the bathroom. House sit, I fucking love this house. Karaoke. <laughs> so sultry. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It had so to be. Good. It had yeah, to be. Of course. Of For the course. world's sexiest subject, house. You're trying to hit on that house. Mm. Damn, I want a fucking house <laughs> sit. That's how I'm feeling right now. Right? Wanting for a house sit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, thanks so much for coming on our show, singing 
telling us some stories and You're filling so us welcome. in on your share experiences. Oh, thank you for rescheduling. <laughs> it's <laughs> a pleasure to look, have you. I yeah. now officially rank higher than Osha. <laughs> very understandable cancellation. Yes. 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 Yeah, no, look, I'll tell you what, I was not happy when I was telling the police. I have a podcast to be at. Sorry. Do you know what I have to do? Do you know who I am? <laughs> this death threat's completely I'm prepared you know to something. Marty, I'm sorry. <laughs> They want bronze. I demand an escort. Can you imagine if I had rocked up here in a cop car? That would have been dope. That would have been dope. The knock on the door would have been like, help. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you for joining us, Gabby. And if you want to be a caller just like Darlene, hit us up on our Instagram at Housewarming Podcast. We're also on Facebook, Housewarming Podcast, TikTok, Twitter, Housewarming Podcast and Housewarming Pod Respect. All of them. All of them. Get on them and make sure you check out Gabby Bolt on TikTok as well. As, what as is it, Fettuccine Queen? Oh, it's such a stupid name. Yeah, it's Fettuccine Feta Queen. Fettuccine Feta Queen? Yeah. There we go. It. I made it when no one was supposed to ever find me. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. Uh, but that's all from us for now. Till next time. Peace. Big thanks to our editor, Sean Allen, and our producers, Ella and Elsa, for putting this show together. And a huge shout-out to our boy, Paolo, for helping us out with the theme music. Give myself permission to shine. I'm gonna shine so bright. I'm gonna make every head gonna turn. They're finally gonna see me. Give myself permission to shine. I'm gonna light up this world. I'm gonna shout a little light on the world. Singing.